Welcome to Conversation with a Cancer. This is episode nine. I am your cancer. And today I have another wonderful guest with me. Someone who definitely grinded my gears because she should have been on an earlier episode, but more, more so whatsoever. This is one of my great, great, great fans. Another beautiful black woman, mother, strong individual, someone who makes me laugh. And uh, someone, if I can get her time we <laughs> we probably would be going on more food dates and outings but i would like to welcome dawn to the podcast dawn please say hello to the people hello so first and foremost how are you i am great now i've been to the gym today after okay. work it was pretty crazy you know and um i'm drinking my tea now so i'm good is it is it is it a uh, green tea, lemon tea? It is a ginger peach decaf tea. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> so, so you know, we're still in a pandemic, even though we have a new president and president. And uh, so, how are you dealing with the pandemic since it begun? How am I doing? Um, I am claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired of being in the house. I am tired of wearing a mask. Um, however, I understand. So I'm not as um, overwhelmed as a lot of people are. Um, plus, I'm a homebody. You know that. I don't have a problem staying in my house where I'm safe, I'm comfortable, and I can eat what I want. <laughs> so I'm okay. How are you? Oh, well, you know, I... Uh... I'm one of the people where pandemic slowed down my my income source, but other than that, I am also a homebody, and I can I'm okay with not being in contact with people. Um, uh, it still trips me out that people don't wear masks above their nose, but other than that, you know, it is what it is at this point. <laughs> no, so like I said, I went to the gym today, and I was so angry. Like I seen somebody go from one machine and they were like walking and they didn't put their mask back on and I wanted to be a Karen for real like excuse me excuse me they don't got their mask on I, I'm guilty of that though I I wear my mask into the gym but I take it off once I start working out I'm I do that's the only place supposed I do. to put it back on when you go from machine to machine I just keep it off the whole time I'm in the gym and then you just don't care about people or getting it Listen, I don't have it. I know that for a fact because I've been tested. However, however, You've been I'm, not gonna, today? I'm not going to, no, I didn't get tested today. I did not, I did not get tested today. Um, but <laughs> I would not be upset if someone came to me and was like, put your mask. But I, I work in a gym where a lot of people don't wear masks. So it's not a, an issue at my gym, but um, I just don't like working out with a mask on. So I don't wear it, but. A lot of people don't. <clears throat> other than that, I wear my mask everywhere. I mean, I, I wear my mask everywhere. So, but that's my only downfall. I don't like working out with a mask on. So, mm. so, so you know, we when when you have a podcast and you interview people, you try to talk to people you know and people you don't know. And one of the my favorite things about talking to people I know, I know stories one way and they know it another. So <laughs> you and I definitely always have a different story of how we met. So can you please explain 
how you and I met. Now we know where we we were, but explain. We know where we we were. What'd you say? We know where we were when we met. We were working for yes. the same company. Yes. Um, we met working, like you said, for the same company. Um, and uh, two different positions, but in the same umbrella of the company or whatever. Right, right. Um, and where we were exactly when we met, but that's where we were. I just know that. Um, yeah, like you, you, you were nice and you were friendly and you were you. And, um, we were just having a couple of different conversations about things. And at one point you, I told you I was pregnant mm. and you were like, uh, I thought you just had a beer belly. <laughs> I do not remember saying that had a beer belly. I don't. I I really hope that's not what I said because I really don't remember that. That is exactly what you said, and I was like, I hate this kid. <laughs> he called me fat. <laughs> I was pregnant. He, I just thought you liked to drink a lot of beers. I'm like, oh. you couldn't. But yeah, that's. And that started um, our friendship because at that point I knew I could be honest and I could be myself and I could say things that you still shut me down on, but um, I still say them anyway. That's true. That's true. We we definitely have that that type of friendship where we can let the honesty flow, but also tell each other the, the cold, hard truth. I definitely remember that. <laughs> So we we met at uh what was the name of that place? XLS Express, Express and, Loan Services. Express Loan Services, and like you said, two different positions. You know, I was big fish. You know, you was kind of like little medium fish on the pole, but you know, I was uh okay. We was both little fishes. We was tiny fishes. We was tadpoles in that pond. <laughs> we was tadpoles, but we all felt like we were should have been. I, big we were. I worked in my facility. Yeah, so I was so, in jail and yeah. wasn't able to put it on. Where y'all were, y'all were downstairs. And you was not. Yeah, we were upstairs and going into the new mail room. So yeah, yeah, we was transitioning when y'all got in. Yeah, that place did. A Remember, thing. we went into the locks, the locks place. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm Cause Quick Loans in the bot was was above us at one point too. Yeah. Yeah, downtown was fun. I remember them downtown days. Um, mm -hmm. remember I used to want to go in Tower City get my lunch by myself I remember all of them times I had to go get lunch with you and I wasn't hungry it's, you know, but... or when I had to eat hula hands every day because I wanted stuff in the room <laughs> it was pregnant was hula hands was bumping hula hands was a spot for a long period of time it was it was it definitely was, it was. is there any hula hands left Um, I don't think so not here probably further south or something you know, Cleveland can't keep nothing for long. Can't keep nothing for long unless LeBron come back. But nonetheless, so we've been friends. I want to say, what's that? 11, 12 years, something like that? Longer than that. Longer than Chase that. is 14. He'll be 15 in October. So 15 years. 15 I, thought, years I, always, right? I don't know why I always think we met in 2008, but okay. So 15 years. And uh, shout out to Chase. That's the homie. 
so we've been through a lot together. You know, you have moved, yeah. came back. Show him out no more because he over there being a weirdo. He, he is. Thought- <laughs> I was surprised you didn't tell him to go upstairs. He, I told him turn his. He was watching some weird show. Mm, let him live. Let him live. It's his life. So we've <sighs> been through a lot of friends. You know, um, I know you. I know a little bit of your family. I know your kids, your two sons. Um, <laughs> you had left me and went to North Carolina and broke my heart. But you came back. You came back, you left me, yeah, because I didn't know you was gone. I didn't know. Do we need to talk about that? You do you want to talk about that? No, we don't have to. We don't have to. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a little check mark in this big book of my life. (laughs) So you have went to the south and you were there for a couple of years, and then Mm -hmm. you came back. I mean, we've never lost touch. We've always been cool and talked to each other. And as our friendship grew, you know, I, you know, um, you're a little bit older than I am. I always try to find like defining moments and friendships that, you know, where we can say like, oh yeah, I can tell that we were really friends. Do you think we've had a defining moment in our friendship up until this point? Um, yeah. We did? Okay. Tell me, I want to know. Tell me. There was a defining moment for me, and it was when I was in North Carolina. Okay. And you know the crazy that was behind that. Okay. And I was super low. And you were just like, we were laughing because, um, of such and such. Okay, you don't have to say. No, no, no. I was talking about uh, our mutual friend got cussed out. Remember? Oh, oh I know. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, we were laughing about that, but kind of after that, you you were really, really serious. Like, you know what? No matter what, like, if you need me, call me. I'm always gonna be here. I'm gonna always listen. Even when I feel like you're being foolish. Oh, foolish, like an Asante song, huh? I don't know about that, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that was um, defining for me because it meant that you were more than just um, kicks and giggles mm, mm. for me. Yeah, that you were truly and honestly my friend. And then, I mean, you know, you're very dependable. So. Well, that's good because, you know, that's what I went to school for, dependability. So, you know, I had got my degree, you know, my I got my master's. And now, you, you know, know what? I'm going for my you doctorate. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I remember most about that, about you being in North Carolina? We will always talk at different times. We never had a consistent time when we would talk on the phone. It could be right before you go into bed or it could be you at work. Like we always made sure we stayed in contact, but it was never at the same time. I used to always think like, man, it's weird that I talked to her at 2 p.m. And the next time we talked, it was 9.47. Like it was so weird. Like we all never at the same time. Well, that was crazy about that. But so you were in North Carolina and you were married at the time and then you came home and you're no longer 
married and whatnot. And so me and you have this similar, how can I say it? We go down that same road and the road I'm talking about is dating. Like, you know, it seems like sometimes it all, our roads almost meet. Like you with someone, I'm talking to someone, I'm talking to someone, you're not talking about it, I'm not talking about it. Like we have that. <laughs> that's that saying right we on that same fork in the road and we both keep going different directions but we keep meeting back up in the middle so yeah. you know i just want to talk about this for a little bit because me and you talk about this a lot this is something you mm-hmm. and i talk about and we share i'm currently dating and i know for you you also are currently dating what is going on with your current dating life? Because I'm going to share mine. So I just want to give you the floor to talk about specifically anything dating wise, because we're going to really, we're going to talk about, we're going to let the people know how you and I think about dating. Um, you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't say nobody's name because we're not giving no. I'm not saying nobody's name. name. Okay. Here. Here's the thing, you know, I am I'm completely and utterly um, a woman, and you know, I'm I I love being in my feminine role um, with dating. Um, however, being a single mother, a lot of uh, a lot of my testosterone has to come out. Mm. Um, often so I don't like dating guys who hey um Haji just walked in I don't like um sometimes people are a little too sensitive for me and I want to be the sensitive one I want to be one that crying all the time or being my feelings and I don't like when people tell lies problem so yeah so dating now is um it's different um you know the pandemic is definitely involved but just um now you're forced to do more things creatively um and talk more to people so there's no room to be fake for so long you know, before you can get around things for a little bit longer. You can have a good person on a little bit longer. Now, you don't really have that much time because you kind of forced into situations where you kind of see somebody's true self. And um, I'm genuine. I like, I just want genuine organic chemistry. And when it's just not there, it's just not there. Okay. So... When you were speaking on sensitive, are you saying like the men that you have dated lately just they haven't been as masculine as you want them to or as dominant or you feel like you always seem to have to take the dominant role because they don't know how to be a, a, a man's man? Um, everyone thinks that they know how to be a man's man, right? Mm. Um. I think um, that a lot of men have reverted or like pull back from being a man's man because women do so much and they've maybe seen their mothers do so much that they feel like that's not expected of them. Wow. And um, 
it's expected over here. <laughs> it's expected, it's required, it's needed. I need it. I want it. <laughs> you go give it to me or you can get gone. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So if you meet a man and you like him, you're attracted to him, the vibes is right, and then you start to notice that kind of shift of decline, like maybe this person that I thought was aggressive is more passive aggressive. Is that something you discuss with them or you just see how it continues to flow? I discuss it. I feel like, like I said, I only want organic relationships, friendships, whatever. I want to be able to have conversations about the good, the bad, the ugly, the not so ugly, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't like your kid. Like just, I want to be able to have those kind. Not that I don't like nobody's kids, because I it's, I love all the kids. You know that it's too late. It's out the bag. You just I'm just kids. You know, <laughs> being funny, but no, like I'm just saying. You know, my son kind of weird. You know, somebody might not like him. Tell me, so I could be like, too bad, so sad. Too bad, you gotta go. You gotta bounce. He can be weird all he want, <laughs> but he not weird. Right. But no, like. That's, I mean, I just want to be able to have conversations. One, because it may just be something that's overlooked. Mm-hmm. It may be something that you may not recognize that you're doing. I may not recognize that I do it. Mm-hmm. I might, um, you know, you might have said something and I overlooked it constantly, but it's something that you need. Um, and because you're, you know, we're not speaking upon it, you are not getting a requirement or a need met. And so that's going to cause a friction and a confrontation that's unnecessary that could be fixed or, um, you know. Okay. So, so, yes, let's talk about it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address something and then I'm going to come back with a question because I okay. really want to know what you think about this question. So for me as a man, I don't ever think about not being a man. Like I, you know, me, my ego's big. I consider myself an alpha male. Like no matter which woman I'm talking to or if I'm having sex or we kicking it or we just got a good vibe, like you never not going to feel like I'm not a man. Like even with stuff with chivalry stuff, like opening the door, making sure you sit down first, you know, uh, if we, you know, letting you order first, just things like that, you know. But as far as like not being like, I, I can't be in a relationship where a woman doesn't feel like I'm a man because she'll never respect me, one. And two, you know what I'm saying? She ain't gonna wanna really, she don't really care about me like that. She just, she probably dealing with me on a substance level than on a real level. You know what I'm saying? Like I just talked to another person about like dating for potential instead of actuality. Like why do people date people for their potential instead of what's really there right there in front of you? So like, I I wish a woman, I've never, I can, I can say this. Maybe one woman can honestly say that I was never a man. And that's because I didn't know what I was doing at the time. And I was, I was, you know, I was depressed, but I didn't know I was depressed. It's not an excuse, but at that, at that moment in my life, I just didn't have good headspace. So outside of that, every other woman, no, they going to have to put some respect on my name. Like I was a man, like, I don't even care if they say, well, he made sure the trash was took out. He cleaned, you know, he helped with this and that. Like, they going to tell you I was a man because that's how I wrote. That's how my mom raised me. You know, that's how my brothers raised me. That's how my uncles raised me. Like, you know, like, man but first. Man is not just taking out the garbage. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you're going you gonna to give me my credit on something I did because as a man, I'm going to make sure I always do it. But 
So the point I'm trying to make is like, I don't know what it's like not to be a man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have no idea how not to be a man in a relationship. I have no idea how not to uh, lead. I don't know how to follow. I'm not saying I can't follow a woman. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like, you know how the old thing that go in the Bible, the man who finds a woman, finds a good thing, you know, yada, yada, yada. But even still, if you make, if me and you in a relationship and you make three times the money I make, that's fine. You just the primary breadwinner. I'm still a man of the house. I'm still what? a man when you come home. You know, I'm still going to want you to make me the big piece of chicken. I'm still going to give you this fourth letter of the alphabet. But at the same time, I understand that you make more money than me and I'm not tripping. Shit. And a lot of people don't understand that what works for some relationships doesn't work for every relationship. And there's a lot of men who are not okay with a woman that makes more money than them. Um, But that's not just what makes a man, the man. Right, of course. Or being the man. Right. You know, like I said, just taking the garbage off. Sometimes you just need to know that your woman need to cry. She need to be sensitive. She need to be, she needs to feel safe. Like she's not in this alone. And sometimes people get that misconstrued when they, and they, you know. So, that leads me to my question. Um, well, actually, now I got two questions because something else she said. So do you think still in 2021, men are looking for women who are like their mothers? You know, like, you know, that, that nurturing thing. And then also, why do women not feel safe? Like, I'm not talking about like on a physical aspect. I mean, like, that's a mental thing. Like, that's something I, I had to learn over the past, like, four or five years like a woman feels safe because in my mind like if I'm treating you right I'm making sure you're straight I'm there for you I don't lie to you I'm not cheating you know how are you not safe like that's such a weird concept to me so break it down okay so the first question right was is 2021 are men still looking for women like their mothers right I honestly believe no I believe that it depends on the guy, right? So if you grew up in a household, typically, and I'm saying typically from my experience, guys that I have seen grow up with their mother and their father in the household and their mother and the father have a loving and a non-toxic relationship, because just because we in the same house don't mean it's not toxic. Um, a non-toxic relationship are typically looking for women because they found that balance, right? They saw their mother and father find that balance, whatever it is. If their father was more feminine and their mother was more masculine or whatever, that nurturing part of their mother or non-nurturing part of their mother, they are typically looking to be that because they are emulating what they saw their father do with their mother. So that for that yin to their yang, okay? Um, these other ones. So, I don't know what they looking for. <laughs> so you said a good role model is what helps a man know how to treat a woman or what to look for in a woman? Or typically know that know what type of woman they need in their life because that's basically what they seen. As a woman, you know, well, if that's what they desire in a partner, 
period. You know what I mean? Because um, I've, I've seen a lot of relationships. I have a friend who I remember to this day from high school. I went to his house and the way his mother and his father interact. And to this day, 30 something years later, they still are old and they act like very loving, very affectionate. Um, I just remember we were all in the kitchen and he walked in, his father walked in the house, walked up to his mother who was washing the dishes and was like rubbing on her butt. I was like, like, yeah, baby, I've been missing you all day and kissing on her. She's like, stop. The kids is right here. Watch it. He like, so what I'm coming to my woman. And then and I was laughing like, yo, I need a relationship like your mom and dad. I was like 14 years old. I'm like, I'm 15. Like, if I can't have that, I don't want it. Like, I knew. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted a very loving and affectionate relationship. Um and an understanding, you know. So I think that's I, I think I think that's tough nowadays. People don't be on the same page. And you know, social media is really big and people be in your business and everybody wants to do things for likes and retweets and follows, you know, like you know the, the way I grew up, and I'm pretty sure you grew up the same way, like people got married back then, they stay married no matter what. Even if they didn't sleep in the same bed, they stayed married. That I'm just gonna be with you to the end of time. I may not like you, right? Right. Down the street. Right. You're my husband, and you come. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even in the old days, where they had a family on the other side of town, and they still came home, like they stayed married. And I'm not saying that's what we should be doing or nothing like that, but like they believed that once you got married, you were married, and we worked it out. And if you don't like me, fine. I'm going to go sleep on this couch. But you're going to let me come get in this bed eventually, woman. So <laughs> I believe in, like, those values are gone. You know, those values of if you fall in love, you get married, and you stay married, and you work it out. You know, nowadays as well. I was in love with you on Thursday, but Saturday, I ain't feeling you. So Sunday, we're getting this divorce. Like, hey, that's a bitch. Like, so. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of that is just people not getting to know each other not understanding and not having the same core values when it comes to saying I do I agree or commitment yeah people uh, loyalty is a little wavy a little shaky so when you encounter men that aren't as masculine as you want or as I'm gonna use a different (laughs) as dominant as you would like so you can fall in the place that you want to be in the comfortability of the safeness of your relationship. As we, that, we ain't get to the safe part. But go I know, ahead. that's what I'm saying. So in the safeness of the relationship, has that changed what you look for in a man? Has that made you feel like you need to change who you are as a woman? No. Here's the thing. Um, safety is being able to be yourself no matter what. All right. That means the good, like I said, the good, the bad, and the ugly about you. You are okay. This person, um, knows that you don't. You know, sometimes you wake up with a big clump in your eye. Sometimes your eyelashes come off. 
sometimes I don't know. I I don't wear eyelashes, so I don't know. But they know, you know, your ponytail only this big. Not <laughs> a stingy ponytail, Ooh, baby. You know what I'm saying? She know your feet stink. You know the toenails curl real ugly, and you keep wearing socks to bed because you you got you ashamed of your feet type of thing. The good, bad, and ugly, and that no one knowing that about you knowing your insecurities they don't hurt you with it okay that's what feeling safe is um i feel like a man should do men things um and be able to feel safe enough to be emotional with me but not lead with your emotions because that's not what men do so do you want a man who's emotional? I want a man who is a man. <laughs> being emotional, having emotions is part of being, being a man, a man. Part of being right. a human. That that goes that whole, oh, men not supposed to cry stuff. People used to tell their little kids and all of that. You can cry, you just can't cry all day. You get about five minutes and then it's time for us to figure out how whatever made you cry, we need to fix it, heal it, everything else. Yeah, I used to believe that until my last relationship and she broke up with me. Up at, that was the first time that I could remember, like, I just, as an adult male, was like, oh, shoot, my stomach hurt. I couldn't eat. I remember I told her I had cried. Like, oh, shit, she broke up with me. We living together. Like, she was, she walked past me in the hallway like I was a stranger. I'm like, oh, I'm dying on the inside. What's, what's wrong with me? Like, I was just, that's why I was like, oh, shit. This is what people mean about emotions. Like, if I knew how to embrace my emotions, maybe I could have been a better person. But at the same time, like, that's when I understood, like, oh, shit, it's okay to feel the way you feel. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be, okay, your heart is broke. How do you fix it? How do you mend it? Like, I alienated my friends because... They tried to come over and talk to me, and I was like, no, I'm cool. Y'all ain't about to run up on me with some some guilt trip. Like, so that's when I learned. So for me, I always think about how even in today, even if it's with you, like how can I hear how you feel and then respond to it instead of telling you how I feel and then making you bounce off of mine? Like, I'd rather you tell me how you feel first, and then I'll respond because you know, I tell people all the time, <laughs> therapy has healed me a lot because I used to be angry and I used to just close off on people like, yeah, I don't need you. Fine with me. Don't talk to me. Like, so I agree with you with that. So, and that also goes into what you told me about soulmates, about how they won't do you dirty. They'll just accept you for who you are and it'll fit like a puzzle piece. So, you know, you, you getting pretty good at what your explanation of things. I see you done got better at this. You might be listening too much to me, but I'm going to let you live. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, it's, um, it was actually counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when I first started going to counseling, it was, um, fix my marriage, God, please. Mm -hmm. And it was more like, Let's understand you and which what's hurting you here. Right. That's the obvious, you know, and um, being able to explain exactly. Uh, she's always like, so why'd you do that? Or what makes you think you should do that? Or it was just always you. So 
what's you how are you feeling about that or what so um yeah I guess that's just where it comes from a lot of uh conversations but honestly safety is a requirement and safety also allows you to be able to stand in your truth you wouldn't be all into a chick that you weren't completely safe with but see, even now, I don't think about safety because it's not safety in your as a word that you would use. Right. So it's probably something else for me, you know. So my, you know, I tell you this all the time, Don. I need a woman who's honest and genuine. Spend time with me. Like if you can't give me just Thank those you. two things, like I don't have no time for you. No time for you. Period. Like, and it's very easy to talk to me. It's very easy to want to do something <laughs> with me because. I'm simple. You always doing everything? Right. You know, no, I, what I'm saying is I work. And when I'm not working, I'm at the gym. And when I'm not at the gym, I'm probably going to my next job. And then if I'm not at my next job, I'm probably at the grocery store buying food. And if I'm not buying food, I'm going to eat food. You know what I'm saying? So I don't do anything that you can't be a part of my life. You know, I have a very simple life. And I just think people, how can I say this? people's expectations versus people reality is so different. Like your expectations mm -hmm. of what you want to do versus what you're able to do is so different. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, I want to go here. I want to travel. Ooh, I want to, well, I want to take pictures here. I want to go hiking. Ooh, ooh. But your reality is I just don't have to, I don't have the time. I don't, I don't really want to go there. I just think that'd be a good photo opportunity or well, I mean, if that's what you want to do, I don't have time for that. No, no, no. What are you doing? You get out of here right now. Don't come over here with that bullshit. Do you want to go places? Let's go. You want to go right. eat there? Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have time to waste like, like that. I want to go. That you right. mm. Okay. Next topic. Mm, my goodness. But anyway, as we transition into the next question about things, you know, this is the whole point of my podcast is to learn from each person I talk to about cancers. Mm. I am a cancer. Yeah. And you know, Dawn, you know me very well. We've told mm. each other some very explicit stories about things. You know, everybody explicit. Wait stories. a minute. <laughs> I don't tell everybody. I don't tell my parents the explicit stories, but outside of that, I do tell everybody. <laughs> everybody else. Everybody else. Um, I have to watch it though because I almost I think my five-year-old almost heard me tell a split story one time but I don't think she's paying attention but outside of that like I tell everybody the truth about things that I've been through mm -hmm. and so me learning about cancer women and also cancer men because I am a man mm -hmm. uh I just want to know have you had any experiences with a cancer man or a woman yes yeah, you know I have. Mm, mm. Also emotional, emotional creatures. I don't know nothing about them. Be me being emotional. Emotion with that pinky finger. <laughs> <laughs> emotional creatures, and there are mature emotional cancers. And there are immature emotional cancers. And what I mean by that is those who process their emotions and those who don't know how to process their emotions. 
like you, you say that clearly could you clearly just say yeah i could except for the fact that there's this running trend of cancer men that is listen <laughs> gemini's are known to be two-faced cancers are known to for flip squad you just said you will shut somebody down and you will be cool on them and everything else until you learn how to process your emotions. And because of conversations that we have had in your dealings with people, I have seen some of the maturity, um, the attempts and conversations to get a better understanding before you just completely withdraw. Um, so you are maturing. I am, I am growing. My flower is still sprouting. However, there are a lot of emotional, um, creatures. I have a friend, female friend who is a cancer. And it's crazy because I was, um, telling her about my dating experiences with cancers and we were just catching up one day while we were walking the park. And she is also a female cancer that I have seen grown tremendously from being rah-rah to not being rah-rah to being able to handle stuff. I've seen her be in situations where 14 years ago, she would have not handled it so much like a lady. Mm -hmm. Okay. but just really go off on the deep end for something that was very unnecessary. Um, however, you know, she's learning to process her emotions and, and be better. And that's, that's a good thing. Um, it's really, really hard, I think, for guys to process their emotions when they haven't been shown how to by another man. Mm. And it's really, really hard for a cancer who is emotional because of the moment in time in which they were born. So they became a cancer. Um, They're emotional already. And then you grow up with a woman who is strong or takes you know she's doing it by herself primarily and she wants her son to be a certain way and so she's giving him more um conversation of femininity you know make sure you always doing this with your woman and make sure because she got a little hurt the daddy gone you know what i'm saying so when she pouring that into you cancer men on top of the fact that y'all already and then you going out into the world not really having the guidance of being a man and then you start dating these girls and y'all start you know cat fighting mm. being catty and stuff you know and all your emotions coming out so yeah <sighs> emotional creatures and that's my personal experience Yep, and I was talking about them once, and they know who they is. Mm, they definitely know who they is. Um, <laughs> they they don't watch this, so we don't have to worry about it. Uh, <laughs> so okay, I can admit. Tune in so you can see how I really feel about your 
emotional behalf. Mm. No. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. You are correct. We I am emotional. My cancer friends are emotional. And I'm so in tune with my emotions now. I think I am overly emotional. Like I always express myself now. Um, but I don't think that's overly emotional. I do. I do. I think for me, like for a person who didn't express himself to not always express himself, I feel like I'm overly emotional from expressing myself, but I'm not uh, disturbed by it or it's not a deterrent for me. It's I'm doing it because I want to do it. You know, that's that's the part of my my growth and my openness. So, um, but you're right. We are emotional. And one thing I know about a, a cancer is that, you know, we love hard and we're loyal and we're great with words and so i try excuse me not everybody is loyal well i can't speak on them they're not real cancers then but i i am a man who wasn't shown by another man how to treat women i say this a bunch of a bunch of episodes like i had to learn on my own trial and error breaking hearts being disrespectful not listening to women and then when i was ready it all happened to me. And so that's how life works. Like, and I wouldn't even call that karma. I would just call that just as the world turns, like, okay, now it's my turn. Like, okay, now you have to see all the damage you've done and now it's in your face. And so that, that was, that's still a tough thing for me to swallow knowing pause, knowing that um, I had to uh, go through that. Like, cause in therapy, like you said, they make you, hear yourself <laughs> they they make you answer your own questions so why did you do that well why would you allow that well do you think it's another way you can handle it and then you be sitting there like, like god damn it i ain't coming here for this i wanted you to just give me the answer so i can leave right and then write it down like a prescription right. so i can take and fix my life right and then after you sit there and you listen, you're like, damn, I probably could have did better. I could have made a better decision. I could have mm -hmm. foreseen a better result with that. And then I started learning and I was like, shit, I have caused a lot and I haven't done a lot of good when it comes to women. And so that's a big thing. And I always told people, I'm glad I don't have no sons because I don't want to, uh, them to do as I did because, you know, boys, they, well, I just want to be just like you. I, I don't have to worry about that. Like my my youngest, I, I do, I told you, I do worry that she's probably going to be just like me because she's slick with words already. But I just feel like once you get to that, <laughs> that certain point in your life where you start understanding things, you try to make sure all things are, uh, are going the way that you feel is the best way for you moving forward. So I don't mind being an emotional cancer. However... I can't be that same cancer I was when we met 15 years ago. You can't be them? No, I can't be that same cancer. I don't have... No, you you have to grow. Right, right, right. But, you have to grow. Right. But, yeah. you, you could have been a cancer. You know that, right? You're only a couple of weeks out. Don't act like you're not. I'm closer to Virgo than I am Cancers. Thank you very much. Virgo, Smargo, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. So, so 
I'm learning about these these red, these red flags and what women consider are red flags or you know I call red flag triggers because if you're not triggered you won't the red flag won't be raised but anywho do you have red flags that are very glaring that you won't overlook or they're red flags that no matter when they come how they come how big how small you have to address them um I have red flags um and I'm going I I address those things um very quickly um because certain things like I said I want a man I don't want um I'm tired of dating boys it's 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 a, it's a time. And at a certain point, even though they say women mature faster than men and everything else, there comes a time where you you flip the switch. And I feel like 40s is too late. Mm. You already flipped your switch. But that's just my personal opinion. I don't know. A lot of times people have different situations that cause their, their switch not to flip so quickly. So I get that and I try to make concessions, small ones for those people. However, there are um, a few things that are red flags. Um, when everybody has done you wrong in your life and you don't show no accountability, that's a red flag. Mm. That's a big one. Cause you accountable for something in your relationships. Even if it's just one, <laughs> even if it's just that one time, you are accountable for something in the relationship, good, bad, or whatever. Um, so that's something. Um, not being a very active parent is something that is a red flag for me. And I'm gonna be quiet about it for a little bit just to make sure I'm, I'm observant because I'm a hands-on parent, you know, that about me. I, people, I went from being Dawn, whomever to Dawn, the mother, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I need somebody who I, I want someone and I, I require someone that is kind of on that same family oriented page. Um, I, I'm not okay with just a check or buying clothes or, you know, that like, I'm not okay with that. I need the same energy for the children that you give to a relationship. You date me. I want to see you date your kids. Um, Without me, everything don't have to be a family. We trying to build. I need you to do that same thing. So those things. Um, if I am, I'm very cautious about the things that I say out of my mouth to people that I want to be in a relationship with. So, or I'm looking to, you know, we dating. We trying to get to know each other. Another red flag is. You just say anything out your mouth. And people don't realize that that is always a clue. 
it is a big red flag that women typically overlook. Men say they should, they typically show you exactly who they are verbally before they show you physically. Um, so yeah, I, I look for red flags and red flags are the deterrents. We've had conversations about people that I've dated that I was like, can you believe this? No, he don't need no, he don't need a messed up already, boy. I'm about to show him. Because <laughs> I'm here to tell you, them last two, they gave me red flags. I'm like, these two dudes is some busters. <laughs> some losers, like, both of them. Both, I just thought both of something like y'all, you can, I, you know how I felt about, you know, I'm not going to say no one's name, but you know how I felt about them. Like, I felt like the one was really, something was really wrong. The other one, he just, I don't know, when you a liar and you have red flags, like, <laughs> you're not really doing good for you. So if you, if you. At least don't be a liar and have red flags. Like, if you got red flags, you know, but yeah, he was. Like, but you lie so much, like, you don't even remember your last. That's too much. But then like, trying to catch you in last, like, Pete, I don't got a lot of you. I ain't scared. <laughs> Here. You know, I mean, when you, you know, if you go to the grocery store with someone and you and you walk past each other like you didn't come to the grocery <laughs> store together, like, y'all kind of stop messing with each other. Like, that that ain't that ain't really for you like if i come in here with you but i see you in the store and i walk past you like i didn't come in here with you like y'all got some issues like y'all might want to move on man that that was hilarious time time. (laughs) and to this day probably will still bring that conversation up and uh yeah so this brings me to another question for us because I know mine has changed and I know I'm think I'm assuming yours has changed as we're getting older and we know what we want out of life. And you and I both to talked about like businesses we want to start and how we want to get into it. Do you think where we're at in life, our approach has changed? Do you feel like we're still going about it the same way or are we figuring out a better way to go at it? Um, I honestly am trying to figure out a better way. Okay. Once I get over the fact that I don't like people for real, mm. I think I think I say that every morning when I'm on the freeway. Like I don't like people. Why? Why are they driving? Um. No. Seriously though, I have um. Going forward, if there is someone that I want to date, um, I'm going to say something to them. Mm. Um, I'm not going to wait around for that person to, um, step up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would, I would definitely do that differently. Um, before it was kind of that, if you like me, then I guess I like you type of thing. And I was so very immature. Um, Yeah, but I I, I need someone who has vision. Like I want to date someone who has vision too. 
So I'm not just looking at the exterior and um, it's mental. Mm. That's that's where I'm at now. Mine is very cerebral and mental also. I'm definitely, like, you know this, I said this a bunch of times. You sure it's I, not physical? It's, it's, it's very cerebral. Uh, I do exactly. Huh? It's not a little spicy. Nah, nah, I don't got no spice to it. Nah, I don't, it's, it's, nah, no spice. I am very mental and, and, I'm, cere- and I'm cerebral about it. I make sure I do certain things a certain way every day. Like I do exactly what I want every day when I wake up. It's nothing I do when I wake up that I'll be like, man, I don't want to do it. Or I wouldn't do it. Like I, and I believe that's how people should get to a point where they live their life. Like not going to ever tell nobody quit your job, but go for what you want so you can do what you want to do. Because mm-hmm. at some point I'm going to start making the money that I want to make doing the things that I'm doing. And ain't nobody going to be able to tell me shit, nothing. Like, yes. because no, you're not. Cause I'm already in my, in, in my, in my, in my brick building of just like, I'm focused on what I'm focused on. And so, like, I won't not even you. You know why? And for some work for me, you don't even got time for me. Half the time. Time you, time for me. Like, you take me to go get a new croissant from somewhere <laughs> right now. And it better be chocolate covered. And it better have sprinkles. Cause it's that time. I just want everybody to know this is how she talks to me on a regular basis like I get text messages like this like I don't feel good and I'm like why you don't feel good it's that time of the month I need some chocolate what, what am I gonna do like how can I help you and then you be like I don't want that type of chocolate yeah, no, because you you don't even be nowhere I could bring you chocolate. Yes, I do. I'll be at home if you I'm be, not at work. You be like, I'm at work. I'll call you back when I get off. So what you telling me you don't feel good for? Like, <laughs> you'll do stuff like that. But I, you don't got time to go no to these man. bakeries with me. I ain't had no man to call and tell my man that that's what I wanted and I don't feel good. So if my man was being a man, I wouldn't have to call my friend and ask him, my friend, that I need chocolate or donut dates. Listen, <laughs> you, I'm going to just say this on here and we'll deal with it. You have not terrible taste, but you have poor judgment with men that doesn't mean you you used to so that's changed because you know you you would go for what's on the on the front line instead of looking what's behind like and then when you get get there you be like oh this ain't what i want and then you'll continue to deal with somebody and you'll be bothered i'm trying to be nice (laughs) people because <laughs> they then they they get my, my rah, rah, and then they be like oh dang i like her also you trying to tell me they be putting it down and you be digmatized is that what you're saying is that what it is Hell no i ain't been digmatized since i was 20 years old <laughs> <laughs> hell no okay so let me get Let's this straight let me get this straight we're going to put it all out here for the people. Not right. only are you not getting a man's man, but you're getting a feminine man. You're not getting, <laughs> you're getting a, not getting an aggressive man. You're getting a liar. You're getting red flags. And you're not getting good D? 
What is you doing? I didn't say it wasn't good. I said it wasn't stigmatizing. See, I'm past the age of just. Ah, uh, okay, okay. When when we hear, okay, like we vibing, mm-hmm. mediocrity oh. is okay. You getting? I said mediocrity. I so you, said so. You out here getting? Well, so here. Okay, wait a minute. Nah. Now we now now we gotta now we got just what is mediocre dealer? I, I I'm not asking because I need to know. I need to know like what is good about that because if you saying he's not a man, man, he's kind of feminine, he might be a liar or he may draw some weird flags. Where's the vibe at? So you must be settling for something. Is it the mediocre? I mean, like so I watched this um this guy the other day made this post about things and he was just like what we not doing in 2020 it was an old thing right mm-hmm. what we not doing in 2020 um we not doing this we not doing that and if we dating just because we lonely we gonna make sure that it's no we not gonna pretend or live in a smoke like oh we not dating people for their potential no more. We not doing build a man no more. All of that type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some of my experiences were because I was lonely. Uh, so you didn't want to be by yeah. yourself. Okay, okay. So I actually understand that. So, you know, I'm going to just talk about myself. I haven't been in a relationship since either 2016 and 2017. However... I haven't had sex since October. So like I'm starting to get to that point where uh I'm missing a, a couple of months ago, uh 2020 October. Don't play me. Don't put me out here like that. Don't have me out here looking foolish. Don't do Hold me on, like that. Because you was about to say something real disrespectful. You was about to say something. I was not. I was <laughs> I was about to ask, I asked you, were we still being celibate? Were we still saving ourselves? And I thought you told me. I am not saving myself for anyone, but this time around, I'm about to sound like a sucker. This time around, I'm not basing any woman that I talk to on how much sex I'm getting. Because before, like, I talked to a woman, the vibe was good, and then we start having sex, and I'm like, okay, well, let me see where this goes. You overlook some stuff. And I overlook some stuff because we start having so much sex. And then, you know, I start seeing other things that I don't like about them, but I'm like, well, shoot, at least I'm getting so much sex, but I'm not doing this time around. <laughs> i give you a perfect example. The chick, the woman I'm currently talking to, she had told me she didn't really want to come over because she felt like every time she, when she came over, that I'm always rubbing on her and it makes her get hot. And she didn't want to get hot. I think she was, she was going, I was going to try to have sex with her. I said, listen, I haven't even approached you with no sex. Like I haven't even pushed up on you with sex but like i had to stand back and pay attention because i'm just i'm just be- huh what say what do she watch this does she watch your podcast i don't know it don't matter to me you know it don't matter to me you know i'm gonna speak my truth so the point Definitely tr- is. the if, point if you were trying to get it she, she would know listen she already knows she want to give it to me or not you know what i'm saying so it, i don't think it really matters however the point i'm trying to make is like a woman has already made up her mind about the man so regardless what type of man i am she knows how much she's going to deal with so all i have to do 
is continue to just show her what she wants to see. Now, if she likes me for who I am, it doesn't matter what I show her. She's just going to accept me. But if she's lonely, she'll put up with anything. She'll tolerate some things that she wouldn't normally tolerate. So I don't run or run into no lonely woman. Don't, don't. I'm not saying you can't be lonely, but I'm saying like, I don't want to run into no lonely woman. I I personally can admit that. I don't want no lonely woman. Cause y'all could y'all could be extra needy too for no reason. Y'all, your needs are high. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being needy. I'm just saying like a lot of things come into that when you're lonely and you want to be dependent on someone else's attention. No, you know? I just okay. Really? I said okay. Okay, yeah, get it together. Get it together. Get it together. I know. I know. I know. You act like me and you ain't never went to no bakery and had some good conversation. Hey, you okay? <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're about to tell yourself a lie, you just stop lying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Don't lie to yourself. Mm-hmm, catch yourself, girl, cuz. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah. yeah. But, it's, but it's nothing wrong with being lonely because you have a need that needs to be filled. Yeah, I, don't I, feel, I don't feel like I'm lonely, but I am yearning for companionship from a woman that's an honest one like i said like we always say organic tent pose you know what I'm saying build it mm-hmm. from the ground up like that's so difficult for me because i don't want to take the time to get to know someone and have to deal with what comes with getting to know someone but that shit is tiring you be a microwave you gotta be willing to listen find the red flags if they strangling i haven't found no one with the one i'm talking to but they strangle it. Um, yeah. But you know, people people withhold things about themselves they don't want you to see until they feel like they're they already in, and then that shit just falls out. And then you be like, Man. that's where you um, dating and and having conversations right. without being intimate because mm-hmm. once you have sex with somebody, um, there's a certain veil that you let down kind of like oh when you're not having sex with them and they do something and you realize I don't think I probably could deal with that or they say something about that something they did when they was a child or something you be like oh who raised you that's <laughs> but you're right though you're right like Someone told me, like, and I, I had to admit it, even though I didn't really think about it. Like, every time you have sex with somebody, you give a piece of yourself to that person. And I was like, nah, no, no, you don't. But then I, after I thought about it, like, you really do, though, because you are attached to them in that way. And then most people, when you have sex, you you do tell more. You, you're willing to say more. You're willing to be a little more open. So, And then you also attach yourself to whatever energies that they have deposited Mm. from their past relationships Mm. and those energies without recognizing without knowing Mm. no one told me that Mm. but you 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 take those on and I was like, wow, like I didn't notice. And it was not until I found myself saying something that somebody that I had dated before said, and I was like, oh, what? Get away from me. (laughs) So it is very important to um, make sure you're cleansing 
So you're saying there's there's you should have time before your next relationship. Just don't go jump into intimacy. Definitely before you could get to know somebody, but you don't have to jump right into that intimate element. Mm -hmm. When you start exchanging energies like that, um, and attaching yourself, it is. It's hard. It's it's hard because you you take on a piece of them forever until, unless you do the said works to unattach yourself to that. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I believe once we become intimate, I am. I don't want to say I'm more focused on you, but I can really tell what type of individual you become because, you know, a lot of women carry their hearts in their vaginas and you you all you know you it's one of the same like it beats the same i don't know why y'all do that but oh you had sex with me you don't care about me like how does that go hand in hand I, like but i get it now i get it i understand now but you know for me like so i'm very i'm very i can't believe i'm saying this i'm very cautious of that i'm very considerate of that that's not something I was ever considered of. Like where you place your heart is where you place your heart. That's on you. But I shouldn't have been making you feel a certain type of way and not caring about making you feel that certain type of way. But you definitely don't want it to happen to your children. Listen, I mean, you know what they say, you got to be willing to die for something. But at the same time, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going I'm to be able to be like, listen, I, what you feeling right now is normal when you're upset or you're heartbroken, you know, just don't bring that nigga to the house because I might shoot him. But at the same time, you got to just explain to your kids because, you know, no one ever explained it to me. So I had to learn on my own. I always, I told you this before. I wonder what type of person I would have turned out to be if I had the birds and the bees talk or someone explained to me what heartbreak is and why you shouldn't, shouldn't have sex with so many different people because, I told you, I was out here just running a gun and like, if if you was going to open up, I was going to come to the store. You know, I was going to, I was coming, girl, I was coming to the candy shop. <laughs> I can see my there. I was in that, listen, I was, in, I was in that camp. I was in that camp. I was that guy. But now that I'm older, I'll be like, yeah, you know, I, I could turn down stuff now. I'm, I, that's okay. I appreciate have you turned down something? Have you have you met someone who was interested in you? Probably were interested in them, and then you saw a red flag that you made you decide to turn away. No, because I typically don't talk to someone where there's a red flag. But however, have I ever been in communication with someone, and then later on I saw a red flag? Yes, I, I just told you about the woman I used to mess with in the summer, and I told you about her you know, killing a dog and, and marrying a man for money. And I had was already month into talking to her. So I just, you know, I kept going with it because, you know, I already put some work in, some sweat equity in. But listen, <laughs> that was the most hilarious story I ever heard. I can't, I can't even remember where I was at when you told me, but I just knew that I could not get off the phone with you and everybody was mad, like, get off the phone! And I was like, wait, wait, hold on, say this again, what happened? That's going to be on my other YouTube channel. I got this 
thing called story time with a thug where I tell actual stories that I've been through with women. Like that's going on season three. That's going on season three. Like I definitely have to tell people about that moment because I was really shook. Like I was shook. I never been with a one eight seven killer before. That was, you know, that was due to me. <laughs> so spicy, man. Oh, all you women guys dash are crazy. I'm not a crazy to I'm not attracted to crazy women anymore. I'm really not. But they just it seems like at some point that crazy coming out, I'm like, man, how does this happen again? I thought I did it different. <laughs> like you you read the Bible. Why are you crazy? Like, you know, I, I saw you at the million women march. Why are you crazy? But because out of all the millions of women, the one that had a little spicy. Why you talk about I got poor taste in me. <laughs> I, I, I typically do when I'm, yeah, I'm just not going to date nobody that like me or that like me more than I like them no more. That's a lie. Um, But I date women who are women. I date women who are feminine, who cry and want to be listened to. Like, I date those kinds. They just, ring, ring, ring. like, they, they cry, they ready to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was telling the, the homies at the gym today when we was working out that women would just do things without telling you, and then you have to respond to it. Like, how I was having sex with this woman one time, and she grabbed my throat, but she didn't gently put her hand down. She, I'm like, wait a minute, you can't just slap your your hand on my throat like that. Like, I'm a thug. Like, you have to ask me. You can't proposition me like that. And it wasn't like a, a gentle one. She like Undertaker choke slam me, grab me like, mm -hmm. yeah, like that. Yeah, like, no, I don't. I'm uncomfortable. I can't breathe. Like, you're on my Rob's apple. You can't <laughs> slap your hand down on me like this, you know? And you know how. You, I mean, you you know this position when you're on top and a man's laying on his back. We are very vulnerable. It's not really much we can do at that point but just throw a woman. But if you're in the, in the zone and you're not expecting something, it snaps you right out. I, I never forget. I was like, I was like, mm -mm, uh, what's going on? She's like, you don't like that? No, you, I don't, I don't know what the feeling is in this moment. But however, you know. Yeah. I'm Conversation. Sticking. For a different time. Um, mm -hmm. I'm staying away from crazy. No, I just, I have something I just thought about. I needed to tell you. Mm. That I actually wanted to tell you. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'll, do. We, we'll talk about this once we're done recording. So let me wrap this up. So uh, we talked on many things about on here about, you know, cancers and, and dating and where we're at in life and expectations. Um, 2021. What are, do you, did you set some goals for 2021? I did. I okay. did short-term goals and I did some long-term goals. Um, I kept the traditional, you know, foundation things that I want to, um, you and I talked about me preparing myself for what it is that I really want in my life. And so like being able to, um, have a life partner, not necessarily just a husband, but beyond the legal aspect of things, I want somebody that I can grow old with, and I want to be able to have them in the, be in a situation to, to where they're not like, 
oh, I got to put everything in my name because her credit is bad or I'm the only one that can pay for something type of thing. I don't want him to have that type of burden. So, yeah, I did the typical, you know, my credit scores here. I want to bring it up a little bit more. I just I just want it at the top now. I'm just, you know, I'm at that level. And now I'm just like, nah, I'm, I just want that 900. I just want that 900. Like, there. Um, and, you know, the, the weight loss thing, that is my journey. Um, but, like, school, other careers, actually starting those businesses or aligning myself the long term, aligning myself with those people to start the businesses or be um, affiliated with the movements in which I truly believe in and giving back to the community. So those are my long-term but short-term goals that I have in place. Wonderful, that's beautiful. My mind, mental health. Well, that's, I mean, that's good. If we, if we don't have goals, what are we after? You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that you set some goals and I'm along for the ride, which, you know, I will help you with, with whatever. Um, Except for you go to the gym with me, so. <sighs> you gotta love me. <laughs> Anywho, because you don't, you won't come to my gym. I gotta go all the way to your side of town, to those raggedy gyms. Well, Planet Fitness is not raggedy. Let me stop capping. It's not raggedy at all, but it is far away. <laughs> It is far away. I'm trying to finish in your city now. Don't do that. But you don't come to my side of town. Don't do that. <laughs> Why would I ask you to come to Planet Fitness on my side of town and I don't go to Planet Fitness? What sense does that make? Right? But I got a black card. You could go anywhere. <laughs> you got a black card. Where's your black card? Every day I walk out the house, they see this black card. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? They see all six straight as black is gone. I have to have all the black cards. People <laughs> like, yo, They're like, oh, Dawn, we didn't see that coming. You know, like, girl. You know, uh, listen, if you really want to, we can go to the gym on Saturday. We can work out whatever body parts you want to work out. No excuses. Okay. So we're going to see. We're gonna say we'll 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 talk more about that after we're done recording. So <clears throat> so before we get out of here, I just want to tell you thank you for coming on. I've been trying to get you on since the inception of this, but we'll have to get into I'm that. Sorry, it's not true. But we still gonna do an in-person one. Uh I still would like to get uh Danielle with the good hair to come on. Um <laughs> Because uh, she oh, seemed God. like she got some interesting topics that we didn't get to talk about because, you know, we all had a similar conversation we wanted to talk about. So I didn't talk about it. So when we do get together, we can all talk about it. Um, that's going to be. Mm, that's going to be. Drinks are going to be. Yeah, yeah we, we definitely going to drink. We definitely going to drink. I'm going <laughs> I'm to I'm I'm go up to another level. I'm going to be real reckless with my words. Um, we'll have more stories. I'll have more stories by then. I'm pretty can sure. Can we put off the um can we put a cap on how many drinks? Cause listen, ain't nobody tell you you had to drink in the first place. So once you start, no, you stop when I you want to. No, I'm talking about y'all. Cause you might yeah. Wow. You know, 
friend, and I love you. What type of individual do you take me for? One whose mouth. Are you are you referring to something I did in the past? I'm not judging you off of your. Past. Oh, okay. Because I feel like you were. I feel like you were talking about something. <laughs> But we got to get off here because we about to say too much. So once again, I want to thank you for coming on. I have so much love for you. Um, I can't wait to our next one so we can really detail more things. And uh, for sure, we got a lot of stuff we got to get done in 2021 together. And uh, yes. I can't wait to see what we do. Um, These apps. We gotta get these abs out because I told you I'm trying to crop top everything. I just don't think I'm gonna get it. I tried really hard for about four months, dog. Blizzard. I no tried food. ever really hard and I didn't eat anything I shouldn't and I still couldn't get them. So I'm gonna just be cool with just having a, a, a stomach that isn't abs. I'm just gonna be cool with it. Every other part of my body is, is muscled out. It's just my stomach ain't gonna get there. So I'm going to be cool with it. But nonetheless, thank you for coming on. I love you. And uh, before I get out here, like I always tell people, make sure you eat more chicken, stay safe, stay masked up. And uh, until the next episode, I'll holla at y'all.